The following program is created for informational purposes only and does not constitute as medical advice. The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the host. If you think you may have a medical emergency, consult your doctor. This is where the healing begins. This is Maximize Your Life with Dr. Leanne of Greenwood Family Chiropractic, where it's not only about neck and back pain, but a place for whole body wellness. Listen this hour as Dr. Leanne is here to share her wellness education to help you live a maximized life. For more information, visit GreenwoodFamilyChiropractic.com. Here's Dr. Leanne. Good morning. You're tuning in to Maximize Your Life. I'm Dr. Leanne Schluter with Greenwood Family Chiropractic. 317-893-2853, 317-893-2853, or you could check us out online, greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com. That's greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com to schedule your initial exam and consultation. Today, we're talking about skin health. What can you do to boost your skin's regeneration process, to make it more glowing, more vibrant, maybe reduce some of those under eye bags, um, but overall, how we can increase our glowing and vibrant complexion. So that's what we're talking about today. Now, if you don't know anything about what we do at Greenwood Family Chiropractic, I feel as if I need to share because we're not just the chiropractor about headaches, neck pain, and back pain. It's so awesome now we have been open for over a decade now. And so we're in the process of doing our decade dinner. And we're so excited because we have patients who have literally loved us and been alongside of us caring for their health for over a decade now. And if you just thought that chiropractic was about headaches, neck, and back pains, then you would be disappointed that you were still seeing your chiropractor for headaches, neck pain, and back pain for 10 years. But here's what's really interesting I met with a patient this last week, and she is, she's been a testimony on the radio. She has been a part of our office for 10 years. But I, I uh, reviewed some lab work that she had brought in that her primary care physician had done with her, and she just kind of asked my more naturally-minded opinion. Now, as a reminder, uh, we're not your prescribing physician. We don't put you on medication. We don't take you off medication. But she said, hey, I was wondering what your natural viewpoints and thoughts were of this. Absolutely. And when she initially started in the office 10 years ago, she said, do you think you could help an old lady like me? That was 10 years ago. I still tease her about it. I was like, if you put a mirror underneath your nose, does it fog? Yeah. Then you still have the power of healing inside of you. So let's see what we can do. And so she started getting uh, correctively adjusted. So not just kind of the pain-based walk-in, rack-em, stack-em, more of a corrective style of adjusting. She made nutritional changes. She decided she was going to start doing uh, burst training exercise, cut out toxins. So she made all the five essential lifestyle changes, the things that we teach in the office. And I'll never forget, and I and I told her to uh, this past week, like I reference this often, obviously, without her name because of HIPAA compliance, but... She came in, she was on two blood pressure medications. We should play her testimony. 
we're going to play her testimony. Um, she came out on two blood pressure medications and inflammation. They were worried about our thyroid, all these things. And I said, remember, we don't put you on medication. We don't take you off. But like our goal is for your body to get back down to that 100% God-given potential of function and healing. You know, and often when that happens, a great side effect of that is that your body doesn't need any of that medication any longer. So there's a day she came in and she goes, hey, I have really bad news. And I had asked her, I said, what happened? She goes, well, I was getting up and I was really lightheaded and I passed out this morning. And I was like, well, it's not the greatest. And so she said when she had taken her blood pressure, it was really, really low. I said, aren't you on two blood pressure medications? She's like, yeah. I'm like, well, it kind of sounds like your body might not need them anymore. Go see your doctor that prescribed them to you. And he took them off one of them. And then I said, hey, are you coming to work out with us? in the office and she said no I'm still really lightheaded I feel like I'm gonna pass out you know my blood pressure is still really low I said why aren't you still on one of those blood pressure medications she said I am I said go back to your doctor that prescribed him to you and talk to him about it and he took her off both of them she threw it in the drug-free warrior bin and so you know we've got kind of ebbs and flows sometimes of health and what happens so it's just really a great one to say, hey, what do you think about a secondary for this? Like, how do we work to get my body to continue to keep functioning, healing at that 100% potential for the rest of my life? She said, I'm not going to take you're getting older as um, the reason why numbers on my labs might change. Like, I know that there's reasons why, and I want to be as proactive as I possibly can be to ensure that I get down and stay down to the root cause of my problem. And I was like, Absolutely. That's what we're here for. And so it's just really great. So why don't we do this uh, quickly? We are going to drop in her testimony so you can hear a little bit more about what she changed. And when we come back, I'll not only touch base about health in the news, but we'll talk about skin regeneration and how to get a healthy glow. Okay. So Karen, you've been at Greenwood Family Chiropractic now for several months. And yeah. so before you had ever started in the office, um, tell me a little bit about what your life looked like. I was a school teacher and had a lot of stress. I uh, taught for Indianapolis Public Schools. I had a period in my life where I really suffered greatly from migraine headaches, which was probably stress-induced, but I, I could never, I mean, I actually went in and had a CT done and, and uh, an MRI and several things. My husband was concerned, thinking I had a brain tumor, and lower back pain was probably an issue, depression from time to time just common things that I think people deal with every day and are willing to think that it's the ordinary way of life. I had uh, problems with my hips. Uh, I enjoyed walking and had physical therapy done and, and found that that was not helping at all. Matter of fact, I, I finally went in one day and told them that I, I didn't want to continue because I thought it was actually aggravating it and making it a lot worse. Probably my my best approach for all of it was probably trying to do it through weight loss right. and was never terribly successful with that. I want to bring this up because this is one of my most favorite memories of you, Karen. Do you remember um, when we went through everything and you're like, okay, I, you know, I think I've got faith. I'm going to hope and try. And you said, can you help a lady, an old lady like me? <laughs> I do remember that, yes. And I was like, you don't get to play the old card. I was like, yes, the body has an opportunity to heal every single time. It was just something that um, I didn't think would hurt to go, but I really didn't think anything would come of it. Right. 
and and it's been a total game changer. So tell me, so what are some of now that you've been under care Greenwood Family Chiropractic, what are some of the the changes that you've seen within yourself? Um, astronomical. I was on uh, five prescription medicines, two for blood pressure, one for cholesterol, an anti-inflammatory, uh, acid reflex. I'm totally off of all those. Um, my arthritis is much, much better. Um, I think, I don't know whether it's related to, to a decrease in dairy products. I probably wasn't a big dairy product person anyway, but um, way better. My hands are better. Uh, you know, being able to grip and open things are, are much better. Um, I had a problem with my thyroid that had actually gone undetected, kind of fell through the cracks, and it wasn't until later when I was trying to get off my blood pressure medicine that somebody spotted it and asked me about how was the thyroid medicine doing? And I told them I wasn't on anything. Turns out I had Hashimoto's. After several blood tests, which probably would have been like over at least six months, uh, the last blood test I took, he told me not to worry. The, the thyroid was doing fine. Didn't have to worry about getting on medication. Had not had serious headaches. Uh, lower back pain is much improved. Just about everything you can think of, lost weight and full of energy. So it's good. I'm absolutely positive that at least you could have added the thyroid medication, which means I would have been on six medications. Um, I did have serious, serious problems opening. I live by myself, and I had problems opening jars. I have no problem doing that now. I'm, I'm picturing my life way different, and I just fear that the side effects of a lot of those medications would have multiplied over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, the longer you're on it, I think the worse it's going to. So you were actually under supervision of your doctor when you got off all those medications. Yes, yes. That's what I, happens yeah. when you start getting adjusted, when you start eating better, when you start exercising, when you start as a whole getting down to that root cause of the problem, your body is designed to heal and function every single time, regardless if it's blood pressure, if it's thyroid, if it's, you know, that's, that's, it's an amazing thing that your body has. It, it really is. And I, and it's, you know, the, the longer you do it, the, the better you get at listening to your body. I would say go and get adjusted it is it is the right thing to do in terms of if you will take the time to get your tires rotated on your car and to have them aligned, um, it makes perfect sense to me that the body is a form of a machine that needs to be adjusted and aligned. And if you do that for your car, then for heaven's sake, put yourself above your car and do yourself a favor because it's it's going to give you a quality of life that's much, much better than you've probably had before. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You are so welcome. My pleasure. Oh, so good. You're listening to Maximize Your Life with Dr. Leanne. We're online with life-changing results and success stories at GreenwoodFamilyChiropractic.com. You're listening to Maximize Your Life with Dr. Leanne. Hear full shows on the podcast link at freedom95.us. Here's Dr. Leanne.
Welcome back. You're listening to Maximize Your Life. I'm Dr. Leanne Schluter with Greenwood Family Chiropractic. 317-893-2853, 317-893-2853, or you could always check us out online, greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com. That's greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com to schedule your initial exam and consultation. Today, we're talking about skin health. More so... Uh, Skin regeneration, if you will. Like, how do you boost that process for glowing, vibrant complexion? I, um, one thing that, that being in the office allows me to do is see all different types of people. And I feel as if, here's the example that I use I had a husband and wife who came in, and the husband did not want to get adjusted. He did not necessarily believe in some of the more natural things that his wife was doing. His wife was really into wellness, chiropractic care, taking good quality vitamins, eating well. And the husband kind of like scoffed at it. And he didn't really come into the office like in the beginning at all. And there was times that he would come in and this sounds awful for me. Um, for a while, I and I did not say this out loud, because I do have some common sense about my brain before it hits my mouth. <laughs> but I thought it was her dad the whole time. And one of my team members were like, no, that's her husband. And uh, they were around the same age. <laughs> so I was like, oh, goodness gracious. It was just, it was night and day difference. Like you can look at someone and you see this with health standards too. So not just like visual aesthetics, but this is for health because usually visually is what it's showing. Like you know, you can have someone who's in their early 50s, right? And some of them look vibrant and other ones, you know, they might have been a smoker for a couple decades and their skin and their texture and it just, it looks different. And so um, I was having a conversation with someone more recently just talking about the aspect of skin. Like how do you make your skin look younger? Especially too, as we kind of naturally go through that aging process there's all the like creams and pastes and beauty products and health things and um you know he had read something about putting cucumbers on his eyes <laughs> like <laughs> he or she not to name any names but my radio producer um so you're when you ask yourself like what makes that change you know that's kind of the one that I want to dive into today one that's not a like upsell on a product or it's just generally this is your health and how it functions and what we desire. If you want that improved skin, um, here are some scientific ways to be able to find that regeneration and that glow. But before we dive down into that, I have news. Dr. Leanne's Health News. Some studies suggest that too much sugar can literally mess with the brain. Health News now, one of the world's most commonly prescribed medications. Maybe Today, the average American consumes 22 teaspoons of sugar a day. Protesters say they just should not be forced to get this shot, not by the government. Today's Health in the News. Eating too much, quote, free sugar has 45 negative health effects, study finds. 
So there are at least 45 good reasons to cut back on added sugar according to a new study. Copious research has shown the negative effects of excessive sugar intake on health, which has informed recommendations to limit consumption of, quote, free, quote unquote, or added sugar to less than 10% of a person's daily caloric intake. Still, researchers in China and the United States felt that before developing detailed policies for sugar restrictions, the quality of existing evidence needed to be comprehensively evaluated according to the study published this past week in the Journal of BMJ, uh, which is British Medical Journal. So in the large review of 73 meta-analyses, which include 8,601 studies, high consumption of added sugar was associated with significantly higher risks of 45 negative health outcomes, including, but not limited to, diabetes, Gout, obesity, high blood pressure, heart attack, stroke, cancer, asthma, tooth decay, depression, and early death. Free sugars. So what are free sugars? Well, and here, okay, so here's a side note too. I was chatting with a patient and they were talking about their blood pressure. And I always kind of tease them a little bit because they're talking about how their blood pressure started to go up and, you know, what could they do and this um, patient was on like a really, really great health journey and saw a lot of change in their blood pressure um, and kind of just like over time kind of fell back and someone was like, yeah, this patient always brings donuts to church. And so I went and met with them. They're like, don't bring up the donuts. I'm not eating donuts. It's just one of those ones where it's like donuts at church. And I saw someone else post that um, for like a recent holiday, they had bought like hundreds of cookies from one of the big box stores and I'm like if you ask any person in the church any pastor anyone in leadership you say what is the number one most prayed for thing and it's to regain your health right but yet the potlucks and the smorgasbords and behind the scenes and what we're eating and teaching and small groups and all of these things are full of extra sugar and yet we're praying for decrease in diabetes and high blood pressure and heart attacks and the people who just got diagnosed with strokes and cancer and depression and the, the families of the people who die early and they're saying here, here are 73 meta-analyses here's almost 9,000 studies that show high consumption of added sugar was associated with all of these things and yet we will pray and pray and pray for the disease processes to go away but when push comes to shove and we walk into the church all we have are things in food that God didn't create that caused these things. It just has been really frustrating for me more recently, obviously. Slight tangent. It just, you can't, can't pray the things away and not think that your actions don't have consequences. But yet when it's like, hey, here's a fruit tray and vegetables, it's like, no, I'd rather do the pound cake and the cookies and, and all the added crap to my coffee. And it's like, well, we can't figure out why we're so diseased. And we're like, well, let's keep praying. And you're like, yes, of course we're going to pray. Like miracles happen. But what if we were just proactive and actually took responsibility for our health on the front end of things? The article doesn't actually say anything about that stuff. So back to the article. So uh, free sugar. So the types of sugar that the authors focus on are those added during the processing of food. So packaged as table sugars or other sweeteners. They looked at naturally occurring um, in syrups, honeys, fruit juices, vegetable juices, purees, paste, similar products. So 
the categories did not include sugars naturally occurring in dairy or structurally whole fruits and vegetables. So they didn't look at fructose in like whole watermelon or the lactose, the natural sugar content in like whole milk, right? So they weren't looking at those. So the study provides a useful overview of the current state of the science on sugar consumption in our health and confirms that eating too much sugar is likely to cause that. So the studies like this are helpful in that uh, in advising patients that seemingly small changes such as cutting out excess sugar like sugar-sweetened beverages, yes, friends, that includes the coffees and the teas that you're drinking in the morning, can have a marked and positive improvement to health. Moderate uh, evidence suggests that participants with the highest consumption of sugar-sweetened beverages had higher body weight than those with the lowest intake. Um, So the connection between sugar and disease. Evidence of a link between free sugar and cancer have been limited and controversial and need more research, the author says, but the findings, according to the study, could be explained by the known effects of sugar on weight. High sugar consumption has been associated with obesity, which is a strong risk factor for various cancers. The same goes for cardiovascular disease. Added sugar intake can promote inflammation in the body, and this can cause stress on the heart and the blood vessels, which can lead to increased blood pressure. Um, highly processed foods, which can have lots of free sugar, have also been associated with increased inflammation, which is also a risk factor for depression. So reducing your intake. They talk about how the World Cancer Research Fund and the American Institute for Cancer suggest people should limit free sugar intake to less than 25 grams or about six teaspoons a day. So here's where I'm going to take out my phone. And if you actually have the app, you can look at some of the sugar intake when you're ordering online. This is the Starbucks app. Um, I had kind of thought, what would be the most common? So here's an example. A grande, 16 ounce, caramel macchiato. How much sugar is in it? 33 grams of sugar. 33. So there's about 3.7 grams of sugar per like packet that you would have on the table. So that's almost nine packets of sugar that you have in that. Um, Say caramel macchiato is not your thing. What about a white chocolate mocha? A grande, so 16 ounce white chocolate mocha has 53 grams of sugar. 53 white chocolate mocha. Um, what if you want to say, what about a Frappuccino, right? We'll stick with the 16 ounces. Java chip Frappuccino blended 59 grams of sugar. That's crazy. 59 divided by 3.7. That's 16 packets of sugar in that thing. Holy guacamole. Um, what about cold brew, right? So maybe we're just doing like a cold brew, chocolate cream, cold brew, 16 ounce on that 28 grams of sugar if you're like no i'm doing a tea right like let's look at a cold drink or a tea 16 ounce pink drink 25 grams of sugar if you want to look at one of the dragon drink refreshers that has 23 grams of sugar so all of these drinks at the size medium 16 ounce all have more than they would recommend in your total average day all of them and so 
two and a half chocolate chip cookies, 16 ounces of fruit punch, one and a half tablespoons of honey. A donut has about 15 to 30 grams of sugar. One donut. As much as I'd love to think that people only eat one donut and that's all the added sugar they have for the entirety of the day. It's not true. Um, and so this is one where you're opting for water. Remember, oftentimes your thirst is confused with hunger. Drink more water and then just be more apt when you're like, hi, I want to be the healthiest possibly can and I want to cut out these disease processes. Number one, quit eating too much sugar. So I promised letting you know how to boost your skin's regeneration process for a glowing, vibrant complexion and I will deliver on that promise next. listening to maximize your life with dr leanne we're online with life-changing results and success stories at greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com this is maximize your life with dr leanne of greenwood family chiropractic for more information and to schedule an appointment visit greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com i feel my heartbeat hear my saucy you're listening to maximize your life i'm dr leanne schluter greenwood family chiropractic greenwood family chiropractic.com to schedule your initial exam and consultation or give us a call 317-893-2853 317-893-2853 to schedule your initial exam and consultation. The other aspect that I did want to um, offer is a solution. If you're just tuning in, um, I was talking earlier about our health in the news. And our health in the news was study finds 40, too much sugar, free sugar, has 45 negative health effects. And I went on a little bit of a tangent about my frustrations in churches and People who, you know, we've got this temple, this body that we've been given to help serve his purpose in his kingdom. And we put absolute trash inside of it. And what saddens my heart is that, you know, I, I sit down with people who are in the church or pastors. And one of, you know, I, I can always ask, like, what is the main request for prayer? What's your main prayer request? And it's always for your health. It's always for health. And yet when we go in there, it's like, well, what what are these what are we giving as options to like the staff? Right? You're there all day. So oftentimes food is brought in, or we have these like welcome stations and we have cookies and we have donuts and all of the things that move our body closer, like away from God because we're losing our health. And everyone will say, well, I've been eating like this for, I just had a patient get diagnosed with prostate cancer. He's in his mid sixties. So you could say, hey, he's been eating this way for his whole entire life and nothing's happened until the day you get the diagnosis. And then we say, let's pray about it. And of course we're gonna pray. And of course miracles can happen. And of course restoration, all of the wonderful things. I truly believe it in my soul. Like I get to see it, not only through our office, through Christ, all of these things. And I don't know if it's just because churches don't have the knowledge on. And so here's where I'm going to offer the solution. I say all of this to say this. If you need help 
I would love to be that vessel. I would love to be the one who, if you're like, I don't know how to explain it and I don't know the macros behind it. And I also don't want someone selling, you know, the supplement or the minerals or all of the things. Like I just want to teach people how to, to treat their body like a temple and serve the way that it's supposed to. Like, let me be your outlet. I would love to be able to do that. So here's what you're going to do. You're going to email me directly. Okay. I'm going to share with you my guarded email. It's Dr. Leanne Schluter at gmail.com. So D-R-L-E-A-N-N-E-S-C-H-L-U-E-T-E-R, Dr. Leanne Schluter, D-R, no dots, D-R, Leanne Schluter, Dr. Leanne Schluter at gmail.com. Email me. We'll figure out a time. Is it one that we do for the congregation? Is it a three-part series we do for the staff? Like how can I help empower your people to make better choices to use their body as a temple? So. Anyways, greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com. Now, skin restoration. How do you boost your skin uh, in terms of regeneration? So here's something that is awesome about um, who we are. It's very obvious with, you know, reptiles, how they slough skin and, you know, they they have their uh, changing over. Here's what's really interesting. Uh, we have cell cycle turnaround in your epidermis, which is your skin, is one of those things. So the body is always in a state of change. In particular, the cells in your skin are constantly replacing themselves. These are all the cells, skin cells, um, heart, bladder, eyeballs, hair, right? Like they're always changing. The skin goes through a process of regeneration and repair. So on a cellular level, skin cells are constantly shedding, revealing fresh, new skin underneath those cells. That's why scars and blemishes fade over time. So understanding the science a bit more about why or how your skin life cycle, it can help you take care of your skin and go through the regeneration process. So here's what we know. According to a 2015 research study, skin regeneration refers to the complete replacement of damaged tissue with new tissue. The research goes on to say that skin regeneration can happen in two ways, restoration and reconstruction. So restoration is putting together what is broken or reconstruction is replacing and rebuilding what is torn down. So the epidermal cells is the top layer of skin. They are continually replacing themselves. Um, It's a process of renewal um, that happens. In other words, skin regeneration is a constant renewal of cells. So 2010 review, the epidermis is maintained by stem cells in the lowest layer of your skin. These epidermal stem cells generate daughter cells that move upwards towards the surface of the skin. During the journey, cells that produce keratin undergo a series of biochemical and morphological changes that result in the formation of new skin. So kind of cool. This is the process and how it works. That study mentions that it is estimated that epidermal, epidermis turnover is about 40 to 56 days on average. So think, in the next two months, you will have all new skin. So when we're young, the process of exfoliation happens naturally, but when we age, it alters and slows down. So an older study notes that the usual 28-day turnover time for skin increases approximately 30 to 50% by the age of 80. For people 50, the process can take up to 84 days. 
So what happens is the effect of the slowdown causes buildup and excess of dead skin cells that make the skin look dull and tired. So the healing process. Uh, the, it's so it's so interesting, the body and how we're made. You're like, hi, if you have a cut or if you have a burn, you know, what you think about is it might be painful and then it heals and you're left with a scar, like a memory of how that happened. But we don't actually go through and tell our body to increase fibroblast, which is what forms in scar tissue. It's a form of collagen. It's different than normal tissue. It's thicker. It's more flexible than regular skin. So when we're looking at just kind of overall, what do we do? So because you can have a change on this. Um, There are two effects of aging in terms of the skin. So when we're like, hey, we want healthy glow, we want to help with regeneration, we have to address the aging process. Often the aging process happens because of the slowdown of cell cycle turnaround, including your skin. So when we're not sloughing off those cells, they stay there. They look kind of old and more aged. So there are two types of aging. There's cellular aging or intrinsic aging and environmental or extrinsic aging, right? So intrinsic intrinsic aging is uh, a genetic process that occurs naturally, but it may be increased with stress. Extrinsic is a result of outside factors like where you live or your lifestyle habits. So stress can cause intrinsic and environment causes extrinsic, right? So it kind of makes sense. So what are some things that you can do to help with that? (laughs) Protein. I think this is so interesting. When I look at all of these research about skincare and what that looks like, protein. And here's why. Protein is the building block of cells. Proteins break down into amino acids, and those amino acids are the building block. It is very common that the average person is not consuming enough protein. So it doesn't, if you're a That could be poultry, that could be fish. You can get that protein from beans, nuts, and seeds. Um, Proteins are essential for tissue repair and construction of new tissue. Cells need protein to maintain their life, so the body uses protein to replace worn out or dense skin cells. The average adult should be eating at least 80 grams of protein each day. Sometimes people say, well, I have eggs in the morning and got it. 80 grams of protein. One egg is six grams. So if that gives it the average standard, like larger chicken breast typically has about 20 grams. Now, if you were to like go out to eat and get a salad and have like one of the smaller chicken breasts, um, those ones on average are like 10 to 12 grams of protein. So you have to get more protein. One, I feel like should go without saying, but maybe not. Another one is water. Water supports the function of every system in the body. Staying hydrated protects skin cells from damage. That includes environmental factors. Hydration also makes it easier for skin cells to absorb nutrients and release toxins. 
Drinking more water is one of the easiest supports too. You think about what is, uh, I was reading this um, article more recently. It was talking about how, I don't even remember what celebrity it was. It was something absurd. Um, found that like drinking their urine helped them reduce toxins to look younger. And I'm like, what? Who? Like you'll just believe anything that is said to you, right? Like urine is your method of excreting toxins, your kidneys filter the blood and take all the toxic matter and it flushes it out of your system via your urine. Why would we be reconsuming that? It's crazy. Another aspect is increasing bright foods. B-R-I-G-H-T. Now, this is this is one that you're like, what do you mean? Um, most of the bright foods that you'll see are very high in antioxidants it would make sense that if your cells are alive and wonderful and organ systems are functioning properly, blueberries, strawberries, apple, ginger, turmeric, think about how like wonderful and vibrant. So one, not only from, they're high in antioxidants. Oftentimes when we are just in contact, it causes, with something that damages the cell, it causes free radical damage. So free radical damage from the environment, especially if you live in like a populated city because there's more pollution, um, can accelerate aging, impair skin cells, and it exacerbates the inflammatory process. So free radicals are molecules produced when the body breaks down um, and is exposed to pollutions in the environment, tobacco, smoke, radiation. So to protect the body cells and neutralize the free radicals, this is where we look at diets high in antioxidants. The antioxidants uh, help clean up the free radicals that kind of acts as scavengers to clean up all of those dirty cells. So like anything with like deep pigments, red, yellow, orange, purple, like it, it is wonderful. And one of these, like for example, um, like in berries, you'll have food that's really high in flavonoids. Um, they're also rich in vitamin C. So this helps with circulation, strengthening capillaries. So you're like, I want really great skin. You're like, here you go. Vitamin C is the other aspect too. If you want really great skin, increase vitamin C. Vitamin C is uh, needed for your body to produce collagen. So we have a collagen supplement. It's one that's done with regenerative farming. So it doesn't have a lot of the glyphosate. Unfortunately, we were carrying for a little bit um, some more common. Like he's at most of the health food stores and has gotten kind of a name for healthy collagen and greens. And he's known for his essential oils. But those aren't really tested for glyphosate, which is like Roundup. And when asked his company, like, hey, can we have information about this? They weren't able to produce it. So, but in order for your body to like utilize that, vitamin C actually helps stimulate college production and it builds antioxidant protection, especially against UV induced photo damage, right? So um, especially too, it was uh, research done by Oregon State University Oral supplementation with vitamin C may help prevent UV-induced skin damage and skin wrinkling and may also benefit dry skin and wound healing. 
especially when in combination with other vitamins such as vitamin E and zinc, right? Um, zinc is one is really important for cellular repair. So that's one where um, oftentimes just a general question when someone says, oh, I have hair loss or if they find that they have delayed wound healing, like, gosh, I've had that cut for such a long time and it just seemed like it won't heal. Oftentimes that zinc deficiency Right, so increasing your zinc. Zinc is not an everyday thing, but zinc plays a role in skin support, reducing inflammation, and helps encourage healing. Uh, interestingly enough, they did find that it helps with acne too. But zinc deficient people also might find um, like scabby skin, um, sores, marks that take a long time to heal. So, zinc. And this is one too where if you're like, I don't know what to take, like if you go to our website at greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com, um, that is one that is one of the easiest ones. There's an essential pack, but you can just get the women's multivitamin as well. Uh, another really great one too is green tea. Now, I think about green tea and you're like, there's a component of green tea. It's one of the active compounds, cetacean, that have been shown to inhibit um, sebum production by helping modulate the production of testosterone, which may help reduce the likelihood of developing things like acne. But they actually found too that specifically green tea helps with UV. So a study that was done in 2011 found that uh, green tea, because of its being rich in antioxidants, helped boost blood flow. That is a tongue twister. Boost blood flow um, to skin. So the increased blood flow helps the skin cells get not only oxygen and nutrients, but help them turn over. So they found that participants who drank green tea regularly for 12 weeks had improved skin health that include better elasticity, less roughness, reduced scaling, improved skin density, um, it's just another way to help. But the, yeah, they also found that it helps protect skin against um, harmful UV rays. Now, harmful is relative because your body actually needs good sunshine. Um, we just don't want to do it in excess. We don't want you to burn like a lobster, right? And so here's what's really interesting about all of these things. Vitamin C, green tea. They talked about omega-3 fatty acid and borage oil. It helps with the dryness. So um, eczema, acne, they found that 1,000 a milligrams of omega-3 fish oil, omega-3 fatty acid, had been found to significantly improve eczema over an 8 to 12-week study. The problem is, is that the average person isn't really eating any really good quality fish, regardless of 1,000 milligrams per day. Um, another one is obviously quit smoking. Um, here's one that's really interesting. We talked about sugar and all of its problems, the glycation process. So here's one. We talked about protein. The other aspect that we'll talk about briefly is sugar. And so when you talk about advanced glycation end products, AGEEs, um, the body doesn't recognize this process as being normal. So it produces antibodies that cause inflammation in the skin and compromises the skin collagen. So you're like, oh, I'm still eating all of this sugar, but I'm taking vitamin C and green tea. And you're like, oh, you're just kind of balancing it out. Um, the glycation process was observed um, way back in the early 2000s in people with diabetes whose bodies couldn't process sugar correctly. 
So since then, they've done, you know, decades of research to confirm that diets high in sugar um, actually that have an increase on the glycemic load. So this includes refined carbohydrates, crisps, sweets, white pasta, bread, also have a detrimental effect on the skin. So not only with um, acne, they looked at like the oil, um, DHT, which is dihydrotestosterone, high blood glucose levels can have a negative effect on hormonal imbalance, wound healing, increases the risk of skin ulcers and skin infections. Um, and then so cutting those out does have a 100% effect on that skin. And then obviously don't smoke, <laughs> like avoid your use of toxins. So anytime we can just get back down to the general one. So you can do all of the like, yes, I can do the wrinkle creams and the the whatever Botox, which is botulism toxin that they're injecting to make your muscles paralyzed so they don't move. Um, just the aspect of when you can get back down, like why do people look so much more healthy? And you're like, because their cells are healthy. So let's go back and just make decisions on what make the cells healthy. So if you're if you need more guidance, you can feel free to email me directly. It's dr. Dr. Leanne Schluter, L-E-A-N-N-E-S-C-H-L-U-E-T-E-R at gmail.com. Uh, I'm booking out my marketing calendar now at this point through the end of the year. So if it is something that you're interested in, reach out and we can figure out a way that I might be able to help. If you want to schedule a new patient appointment, give the office a call. 317-893-2853, 317-893-2853, greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com. Thanks so much for tuning in. Look forward to next week, but always remember that your power is on. <laughs>